0: Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Monday mornings at 1 a.m. Streaming live at richarddugan.com. The podcasts are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, Player FM, Blueberry, and a bunch of others that folks are linking us to. And thank you, thank you, thank you for doing such a great job of uh, expanding our reach. And uh, we also uh, thank those of you who have supported us financially. We can use all the help we can get, and that's why we have a PayPal and Patreon account. I like that because it uh, gives uh, both you and I security when uh, when doing any kind of financial business. I like the middleman because there's, uh, so to speak, a, a I'll call it a digital paper trail. They're both diametrically opposed, but needless to say. But I thank those of you who have supported us financially and those who will. We will even take energetic support as well. And we encourage you to go to uh, the SoundCloud player and listen to the interviews. And you can click on our guest's name or the grocery card in the player while you're listening to the interview, and it will take you to their website. And we hope that you will go there to continue your evolutionary and/or transformational process. Well, uh, first of all, uh, I need to share this with folks, and I'm sure that it's still going on as of the broadcasting of this uh, program. Folks, calm down, please. Just just calm down. Uh, I'm serious. I'm not being facetious here. Uh, back in uh, March and in April, uh, people were going to the grocery stores and just buying everything out. Unfortunately, the stores are starting to take; they have taken uh, sort of uh, gotten a handle on it, and maybe things have calmed down by now. And I hope so. My wife and I have never hoarded anything. We have never gone to the store and and stocked up on a pallet's worth of anything. And unfortunately, that is based on fear usually, and. Um, so we just need to get out of that and we're going to talk about that as well here on the program today with our special guest who is in studio with us today she's uh, someone who i met through another program and i'm really glad that we did uh christine marie she is um she is uh, an illumin anchor an illumin anchor not an aluminum anchor an illumin anchor uh, she's an agent of transformation. She's using decades of experience and training to human, in human development, education and intuitive healing arts, and basically assisted by stories, myths, and archetypes inspired by the tarot, which we'll talk about as well. And you can also learn how to release fear. You can reframe the situation that you might be in and reignite your loving heart to remember the love that we are, that we all are to be we can be right now this moment and i want to welcome christine murray thank you so much for joining us here on the program
1: thank you for having me
0: i read something on saint patrick's day that said this was an old irish proverb and when i read it i'm going uh-uh and that's not what i remember <laughs> may you live in interesting times was from what i understood a chinese proverb mm. be that as it may um I would have to say I don't know of any time in human history when we haven't lived in interesting times. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, down through history, it's always been interesting times. So yeah. th- right now is not really unique from that standpoint. Yeah. For us as human beings living on the planet right now, though, this is different. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not bad. It's not wrong. It's just different. And it epitomizes, ladies and gentlemen... The one constant in the universe.
1: Change. Change. Yeah.
0: Now, we want to talk about transformation. Yeah. I believe that Jesus' uh, adage to his apostles who were in awe of his miracles and asking, Mm -hmm. could we do this stuff? And, of course, he says, yes, but you will do greater works than this, than these. Yeah. And I believe it is transforming our lives. That's the greater work. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, if you could transform your life to get on purpose, to live out your purpose and to achieve the things that your hearts you you really want to achieve yeah. for yourself and for the common good, yeah. which I don't think there's anything wrong with. Um, boy, what a what a gift you give yourself.
1: Yeah, you know the the that the, the illumine anchor is what uh, uh, you said I had uh, written yeah, on that not piece of the paper. Anchor, folks. not aluminum anchor, not aluminum anchor, but illumine anchor. Mm-hmm. It means anchoring light, and for me, it's a term I, I I feel like I coined myself. I don't know if anyone else has used it, but it's about really, I believe. Um, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience and that I'm a- anchoring, you know, that, that as human beings, we are the bridge between heaven and earth. And so we have that capacity to transform by bringing our spirits fully into our bodies. And... um for me specifically what i understand is that you know we are here to love mm-hmm. and and so as all of these transformations <laughs> these opportunities to love <laughs> these huge changes are coming can we anchor into who we are as those spiritual loving beings and love
0: do you know what I saw in the face of the president in March when he was delivering various speeches regarding uh, the circumstances under which we were at that time and are still
1: mm-hmm.
0: I actually saw fear in his eyes yeah, yeah. I saw fear not mm-hmm. fear of his losing control and what have you. I think it was a fear and he can't do anything about it What's happening?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if we think we have to control things or if we think we, you know, and also if we have huge things built up, you know, uh, uh, there's a lot of wealth that he has that he's afraid to lose. He's a, you know what I mean? And so he's, Mm -hmm. there's that, that fear is so powerful i mean i remember seeing a picture of him right when he saw that he was actually elected and the fear on his face saying look i I don't know if he meant to be elected i think he meant to, but maybe he did you know but it was um that that fear oh my gosh what do i do now this is bigger it was bigger than he could imagine and and now he's in this place of power
0: and now he's powerless and he really powerless. is.
1: We're all and in, powerless. And,
0: and in, one, in one sense we are. In one sense yeah, we are. But yes. actually we have, we do have the power yeah. to transcend this. Yes. I'm not absolutely. saying we have the power to make sure that we are immune from or anything. No, no. That's no, not no, what no. I'm talking about. We're talking about the power on the inside. Yes. Going within. You asked me, and I'm going to share this with our listeners. And, and again, I, I this is, I, I I say, I state this, I, I bring this up because I think it was important. Okay. And I still think it's important. You you uh, uh, you made an observation before we started Mm -hmm. about my left eye. Yes, Uh, my left eye is not the same color as my right, and that's because I have glaucoma and I have no vision. And you made the comment that well, you know, because that left eye, which the left side is usually what creativity and Um, or is that logic the
1: feminine side, like the left, yeah. All right.
0: So now I'm looking within, so to speak, with that. Vision,
1: yeah, with that eye, and with
0: us promoting 2020, the year of perfect vision.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you know, in a matter of speaking, I'm halfway there, so to speak. (laughs) But what we're trying to promote is just that. And by the way, my comments in regards to our president and the fear in his face—that was non-judgmental. Yeah, that was an observation of another human being. Yeah, a human being who has every right to be on the planet doing whatever it is that that person is doing. Absolutely, we're not we're not casting aspersions here. No, what we're trying to say is that if our leaders do not exude confidence mm-hmm. and 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 uh, and a, a sense of assurance to mm-hmm. the rest of us mm-hmm. they are not going to be effective leaders it doesn't matter who they are
1: perhaps this is one um, one of those situations where if the people lead the the, the what do they say if the, the the people lead the leaders will follow
0: something like that yeah something
1: like that where where the leaders aren't helping right now and <laughs> maybe this will help him to wake up n- yeah neither is the media well yeah the it, is not doing isn't a great it job all either. for waking up because yeah. we have to stay centered mm-hmm. in what's really important what's the most important thing you know to me it's kindness yeah and yeah. it's, and it's when I see that person in the grocery store, you know, who's panicked and freaked out. I just say, hello. Yeah. And I breathe for them. <laughs> yeah. Deep breaths, you know, breathing in, breathing out, because that is what we have right now. Just the now, the breathing in, the breathing out. Yeah. The sun is shining. It's raining. Goodness. Have you s- there's snow on the mountains. I know.
0: I have a picture of it.
1: <laughs> it's so now, beautiful. Now, ladies and gentlemen,
0: she's referring to snow on the mountains on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, when we were getting, we've been, the whole week, we've been getting rain. And on the 17th of March, we had snow up on the mountain where I live. In now Santa there's no, Barbara. In Santa Barbara. <laughs> now, we're only at 2,200 feet where we live. But where the snow is, is a little bit higher. Yeah. And it's like, wow, what a, I want to say, what a miracle. Yeah. Not because we need the water and all of that, but because it snowed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's something about that image of yeah. the whiteness, that purity, that yeah, that that starting over. Yeah. Transformation. Someone said to me in one of the programs, because I was talking about how, you know, we want to change our lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they said, uh, and this was kind of a weird way of saying this. You need to change the word change. <laughs>
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: they said, you need to change the word to transform. Yeah. Because if you change it, it could be changed back. Right. Whereas if you transform, it's usually it, – it, it locks in and stays transformed.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. Uh, which has nothing to do with the Transformers. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, and that's Marvel Comics and what have you. Uh, but, but when we begin that process, which you help people with – yeah what's one of the first places that you start with someone who comes to you for i don't know what is it uh, uh counseling uh therapy support uh just a reading
1: at this point it's it's readings I use the tarot, um and because these 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 powerful images and symbols that are are in those in that deck and the deck that I use really resonates with me it's got really. Actually, lighthearted, beautiful colors and pictures, and mm-hmm. and even the and and there are difficult cards. I mean, all, there's always the difficult cards, but um, what I, I have. Uh,
0: but are they difficult because people misunderstand them? It's like yeah. the hangman and the death card specifically, uh, and sometimes maybe even the fool and the tower and the tower. Yeah. People look at those. Oh my God, the death card! I'm gonna die! No, right. no, 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 no! You're right. you're you're not understanding the 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 true meaning of these cards. But but you have a special deck on one side has the tarot card, the the various arcana and so forth. Yes, these are my Oh, on the flip side is your business card.
1: Right. And those I have, I have, I have made, I mean, those, those I get made and, yeah. and it's, um, and I love it because when I'm out around town and people ask me what I do, I can say, oh, well, I do this, that, and the other And I read tarot. Would you like a little reading? Pick and a card, any card. Pick a card, any <laughs> card. And they can take that card with them. And yeah. it's m- mostly the major arcana and a few of my <laughs> favorite minor arcana cards, if any, if you you know who for those of you who know about the tarot and its two decks um actually one of the other things i was going to say when you when you spoke about changing the word change about transforming right? the word change right? um <laughs> was the thought of also we need to change the definition of failure because that's one of those things that people think of as as something really horrible but it's not it's not there's no failure only feedback right, right? how about this
0: what we need to do is we need to eliminate from our vocabulary yeah. the two words, f- failure and success, mm-hmm. okay? Because there is neither. You, and you've heard the example many times of Edison, who was uh, trying to get the light bulb to light and stay yeah. lit, right? Yeah. And they asked him, well, how many times did you fail? He said, well, I, no, I didn't fail 990 times. I yeah. found 990 ways that it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Until I got the one that did. So there yeah. was no failure. And this is one of the things, too. Again, I know that this is the it, rub against some folks because mm-hmm. they want pass fail. They want failure success. They want these are the kinds of things they want. They want to stick in the dualism. Yeah. But the reality is, if you look out in the cosmos, when things are moving around and exploding and doing mm-hmm. all this all, and the universe is doing its thing. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. Astronomically. We don't look at it as. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's good. Unless, of course, an asteroid were to hit the planet, our planet, right. then we'd say it's bad. But still, <laughs> that's just
1: the universe doing its thing. Yeah, it's it's being in the present moment. Yeah, right. Because um, being in the now, that that breath, that so when I do work with people, I meet them right here in the very present moment in the now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. You know, I've I spent years working with um, young children and really being present moment with young children. And there's something so true and right with young children. They haven't yet been socialized to not express who they are. Right. And so when I sit with somebody, I'm looking for who they are. And I can I see in their Mm -hmm. eyes, oh, that's who you are, even if they don't remember themselves anymore. Right. And yeah. Now,
0: is is that something that if we were to be teaching people how to go within, they would be able to get in touch with who they really are?
1: If, yeah, I think so, and I think it's really that for more than anything, it's about slowing down and breathing and being in the present moment because when we're so busy grasping, moving, trying to succeed, avoid failure, avoid pain, all of these things, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. don't know who we are. We mm-hmm. we, we are what we're doing.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. That you know, when, when I ask people, you know, uh, who are you, uh, then usually they will give me a list of things that they do. Yeah. I'm an author. Well, that's what you do. I'm a construction worker. That's what you do. And so on. And yeah. so. I'm a broadcast producer. Well, that's what you do. Yeah. I'm an interviewer. No, that's what you do. Um, so what uh, And again, I know that we could codify it down esoterically and say, mm-hmm. well, you are love. You know, but that's that's a little too flamboyant or airy-fairy, so to speak. Right. What would be some of the genuine answers that you get to help someone to understand who they really are? And I'll go back to something else, too, in reference to evolution. Mm -hmm. I was talking with somebody about this. I says, do you think that our evolutionary process is going to take us to the place where we'll finally understand who we really are? And they said, no, they -hmm. said, no. He said, our evolutionary process will take us to the place where we will find out who we have always been. Ah, beautiful. Now, it's maybe semantics, but to me, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I like Mm -hmm. the way it's phrased. Mm -hmm. But so let me ask you that question. Who have we always been?
1: That's such a fascinating question. When you were speaking before, what I was seeing, um, you know, I, I think about who are we. So we are these physical bodies, right? And if I, I believe I'm a, you know, spiritual being having a human experience. And who chose, like, when, when, when at conception, who chooses? You know, science may say it's random, or, or but what when, a, when a child is conceived, there's half the genetic material from the mother, half the genetic material from the father. There's those streams of ancestral DNA that go back, 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 back. What's the choice point for that? Mm. I think it's the spirit. I think it's like, who? It's like, there will never be another person with the exact DNA that I am or that you are. If I don't do Christine, I'm I'm wasting this opportunity, and I don't may not. I'm still discovering who that is. And the more the more I relax, the more I, I I slow down, the more opportunity I have to discover who it is that I am. And so, you know, and 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 to breathe into that, and and to think about it, you know, my ancestors, and and who 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 am I? And if I chose this, if even even if my logical mind, my personality might not have t- made some of the choices that have happened in my life, but if a part of me, a higher part of me chose this life, that feels more empowering to me than being a victim of the circumstances of my life. So then what does that mean? That means for me, every wound, every challenge, every tr- you know, difficult situation has been a doorway to a gift that I have to offer. You know,
0: that's something that you bring up that I, uh, we need to touch on. Now, it was for me, as, an, as, the, as the observer, before I got sucked into this thing <laughs> uh, in 2016, uh, as the observer, what I noticed was that the presidential campaign turned into victimhood. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. their fault that these are our problems. It's their fault. So yeah. these are the things we have to do because it's their fault, their fault, their fault. Yeah. Victim, 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 victim. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. This is the land of opportunity. Yeah. And in the land of opportunity, you take responsibility. Yeah, That's why I had such a hard time in 2008, 2009 when they bailed out these different companies. I'm going, mm-hmm. I, that's not how I understand capitalism to work. Yeah. If you make a mistake, if you screw up and you don't keep your books straight or, or you – I did this as a paperboy. Mm. I was actually fired. Most people don't know this, but I was fired in the eighth grade oh. as a paperboy. Because of mismanagement of funds. I overspent the money I collected so I didn't have money to pay my paper bill. I was fired. Now, I was rehired a few weeks later Mm -hmm. uh, and promised that I wouldn't do that again, which I did not. But uh, either we're responsible or we're not. And if you want to play victim, uh, I loved what they said to me in a personal growth program back in the 80s. Uh, It's called Mm LifeSpring. And they said that uh, most of you – are feeling like you don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, let me clear something up for you. First of all, if you didn't want to be here, you wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But you are, ergo, mm-hmm. you must want to be here.
1: On some level, yes. And that <laughs> twisted a
0: few brains around, including mine. Yeah. The other part was when people would come across in a conf- confused state, mm-hmm. and they might even use the phrase, well, I... I I'm I'm confused, and they would say, "Well, you know, um, I understand that you're in the state of confusion, and that's a safe place to be, but that's not helping you." So we've got this issue of victimhood, we've got this issue of confusion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I remember when the Perkins fire broke out in 2006, way up north, and we mm. were just we had just moved here, and I saw this tiny little puff of smoke, and I freaked out because mm. I had no points of reference. I didn't know how close it was. Um, Now, I, I don't feel that way anymore because now I have information. I see a little puff of smoke. Okay, there's a fire, and now I need to be about doing those things that I'm. I'm not a victim of those plumes of smoke anymore.
1: Right, and also we've had so much experience with fire yeah. since that time. I mean, these have been incredibly powerful times. I yeah. was it the 2007 or eight the fires that happened. Oh. The tea fire. I mean it and was Jesusita. oh you know and and all and and one
0: right after another. And and it stretched the, the and this is something we might talk about too. It stretched our our mental rubber band, so to speak. Yeah. Psychological rubber band. Yeah. That's kind of happening now where there are people who are actually going to get sick. They may not get the virus. Yeah. But they're gonna get sick just due to the stress because stress yeah suppresses the, the immune system yeah and then we start feeling uh, whether it's ulcers or whether it's whatever it is whatever yeah. the symptoms are how can the tarot help us how can you as the Illumina anchor help us to a relieve that stress loosen those rubber bands so mm-hmm. to speak mm-hmm. and then uh, have some kind of a technique to where we can keep from tightening those up again. When something else comes along, are there, are there any? I don't want to say tricks, but are, are there any processes, methods, uh, uh, techniques that you have found?
1: There's the slowing down, and okay. then there's, there's also the remembering. How, how do we connect in with our faith, right? Because um, faith is, is a lot of it. Do we trust the universe? Actually, the number one was, I think it's an Einstein quote that says, "The, the m- most important um, belief a person can have is whether their universe is a benevolent or a malevolent universe.": Ah. If I believe that this is a that that the that this is a ben, did I say benevolent <laughs> mm-hmm. benefic, benef, beneficent beneficent mm-hmm. benevolent universe, um, then I f- then I realize that everything is happening for my highest good, no matter what that is. Mm-hmm. And so, breathing into into that, and to oh, this isn't what I expected. You know, if anything, it's about breathing because for me, breathing, we breathe in, and then we breathe out. <sighs> Mm-hmm. And in those two things, we are living. Our heart is beating. It's it's if, more than anything. It's about staying in that in that present moment. Because if we can get there, we can slow down. In the in the tarot. Um, you know what I know about what I know about my own life, and and why the tarot has been so important to me, in integrating my life, um, and in getting on this path of of as a an illuminator, is that in the tarot through all of those cards, th- these are th- I don't know how how millennia thousands of years old it's it's ancient information. Mm-hmm. This is the human journey, and it is so. Uh, I want to say. Uh, we so we we all have it. It is so, I don't know what that word is <laughs> somewhere, but th- that it's in these cards, yeah. right? And th- and then it applies to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's an it's a, it's a it's so common. It's a co- these are common experiences. The fact that there's a tower that means that in this tower, this is this you know that the, what are those things that we're holding and hiding from that we've built up around us, um, and that that in this picture this tower is being blown open, and the next you know. And then the the, the, the next, um, what, what happens after that, right? I mean, but what, you know, the, the image of that is that it's being blown open. It's because we're holding tight to something that no longer fits. We've built up something. We've built up structures. We've um, isolated and separated ourselves from something or even from our own selves that we think is important. And our higher self doesn't necessarily You know, wants us to break through that, to open up our hands, to receive what it is we do want. So the tower, and in my experience, and I've had some really powerful tower experiences Mm -hmm. where. On the other side of them, where I was forced to let go of ideas that I had of what I thought success was, of what I thought, you know, my life was supposed to be about versus what my heart wanted. Mm-hmm. So when I had to let go of that, and everything came crashing down. On the other side of it, my hands were open to receive what I didn't even know I wanted, yeah. what was beyond my imagination. My <laughs> little tiny pea brain can never, can just can't plan for me the way my higher self, God, creation, the universe, however you define it. Those plans are so much better. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Christine Marie is my guest. We're talking, of course, about the tarot as well as the work that she does here locally. You are here in the Santa Barbara area. Yes. But... You are available. You do have a phone number. Now, do you also use uh, the various uh, online methods of Skype and Zoom and those kinds of things? Yes, yes, yes. To connect with people. And, of course, they can begin that process by calling you. Yeah. Yeah. At 805-350-2705. That's 805-350-2705. We'll have that available. We'll put that up on the website and and connect that with the podcast as well so that you can get more information from her as well as uh, uh, touch base with her and maybe have a session over Zoom or Skype anywhere in the world, literally because of, obviously, our technology. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that you were just talking about made me think of something somebody said. And, and again, I don't want to be start. I don't want to cast aspersions. But what I do want to do is I want to kind of put it the way they did mm-hmm. that the current president of our country mm-hmm. will be responsible for the downfall of our political system, not our governmental, although mm-hmm. that will also change. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that this scenario with the virus mm-hmm. That's encompassing the globe Mm -hmm. is probably going to have a similar impact in all of the other countries on a governmental level because the people will see how ineffective, maybe even inept the systems are that have been in place for God knows how long. In our case, about 230, 240 Mm -hmm. years, Um, you know, uh, and and it's one of those things that... um, This person said that that this period of time is going to be a transformation Mm -hmm. for our way of life. Yeah. And that doesn't mean a bad thing. And so this is one of the things that you just stated. I mean, I went through the same thing in uh, 2018. I was in a non-injury car accident in our Volvo. Mm -hmm. The vehicle was totaled by the insurance company. And we were able to get a truck. And then one year later, October of 2019... We bought a travel trailer. So now we have this wonderful thing that we can now travel and and go different places and camp out and this and that and the other.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like, how in the world could something like that come out of a car accident? Right. But you just never know. Now, someone said to me when I shared that scenario, they said, well, you know, Richard, you could have gotten the truck and travel trailer without getting in a car accident. And I Mm. would respond with, you don't know that. Right. The reality is that's the way it happened. Yeah. There were no injuries to myself or the other driver. Yeah. Thank you, universe.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And things just, they just unfolded the way, it makes me think of Desiderata.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes,
0: yes. (laughs) And the universe is unfolding as it should. As it should. Is that where we need to start coming from in a real way that when the external world is doing whatever the external world is doing, we need to embrace the reality within ourselves that and the universe is unfolding as it should i trust the universe
1: and it has my best interest in mind yeah. i mean i i think of and and, and... Or and, and, and the highest and best is unfolding at all times in that sense. There's that you know, the Buddhist story about the farmer who has a horse and it runs away and then his son goes to get and they're like, Oh, that's bad and then his son goes to get it, and another and finds a wild horse brings him back, Oh, that's good. You know, he's trained the son's training the horses, breaks the, breaks leg. the leg, that's bad. They come to take all the able bodied man to ward. Son can't go, that's good. Good, bad, good, bad. We're spending so much time judging yeah. on what is good and bad. Yeah. What if it were all... And it was all... What if it were all good? What if these transformations that are happening are all good? I heard I heard somebody say back during the election time when they were looking, it was a, a spiritual teacher, I think his name is Matt Kahn, mm-hmm. and he had said that... Um, you know, uh, whoever got elected, whether it was Trump or Clinton, he felt that if Trump was elected, we were going to be on the fast track to transformation. Things were going to move faster to change. Mm. He didn't feel that that would happen with Hillary because we would be be more complacent. Yeah. Some people would be more complacent. So this, this this is a shift, the fast track. And so this whole, you know, the, the coronavirus I see, actually, that the coronavirus is, or the things that are happening and, and, and the structures and the shutting down, you know, they have said that ai is going i have heard that ai is going to be taking over a lot of the white collar and pink collar jobs anyways because computers are better at doing things than Mm -hmm. our minds are Mm -hmm. which frees us up but is also going to cause a major um what do you want to call it uh uh, upheaval upheaval Mm -hmm. when people like we were talking before can't do can't be what they do right If they're not doing that anymore, what are they doing? Who are they? Then they have this opportunity to find out who am I? Why why am I here? What's my life purpose? What makes me happiest? What makes my heart happiest? When I'm, you know, in uh, one of the cards I have, I'm the emperor. uh, In Chinese medicine, um, not one of the cards I have, one of the tarot cards is the emperor. Mm -hmm. And in Chinese medicine, the heart is the emperor. Mm -hmm. And I feel as though in the last, you know, several hundred years that the mind has been doing this, has been having this puppet regime over the heart right that's what i call the puppet regime because we've been you know, our heart will want to go somewhere and the mind says no it's not logical it has to be logical and na-na-na-na-na. and i was like oh okay i won't do it then and then but what's happening now is when the heart says oh, i need to go this way it's our opportunity to say yes we're going this way and when our mind says it's not logical that's when we say you know what make it logical brain you are brilliant you are amazing you figure you can figure it out give that mind something to do Put it in its right place because the mind is in its highest and best use as in as in when it is in service to the heart. Yeah. So that for me is so huge. And I. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and and it, it, it what it really does, I think, uh, I think that people need to separate themselves mm-hmm. from uh, the individual. They yeah. really do. They really uh, it's it's like um jesus for example did not come to be worshiped Mm -mm. that was not his message Mm -mm. that wasn't his goal Mm -mm. it was the message that he sent so even if you're in favor of our current president but especially if you're against you need to separate yourself from the individual Mm -hmm. And look at the message that's being sent, not by that individual necessarily, but by the universe. What is the universe trying to tell us through this person? And that's why I went through three phases in uh, January of 2017. The first was, thank you, teacher, for teaching me how not to behave. (laughs) A little judgmental, okay, but I I was trying to work through this. Uh, Then the next phase was, I forgive you, but I, more importantly, forgive me for getting sucked into this whole emotional roller coaster. I don't need that. And then the third phase was getting back to trusting the universe, Mm -hmm. coming from a very human, compassionate, and understanding perspective. Yeah. One human being to another. Yeah. What is it that you are so afraid of? Yeah. That you have to behave and speak this way. Now, I'm not asking you to change. Yeah. That is not. I want to understand so I can put it in the context that my brain can understand and I can then move on.
1: Right. And in uh, in the Jungian perspective, everything is us. Right. I, I, ha- exactly. I have to There's say no separation. Yeah. And thank you, Mr. Roach, my um, high school English teacher. When <sighs> there was a fight going on um, or someone was talking about something and somebody was blaming somebody for something and he said, hey, hey. When you point at somebody, turn your hand around. Look, there's three (laughs) fingers pointing back at you. And I was like, oh, Uh -oh. that's so true. And so what are these people reflecting to us? What are the projections? You know, in the Jungian perspective, it's like the darkness, the shadow. We all have this capacity to be these horrible things we do and mm-hmm. yet we choose not to and you know to, to or maybe to to behave badly or to but all of these things if 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 we can't accept our inner hitler if we can't accept our accept our inner the, who's there yeah. with our inner mother teresa yeah. right they're both there in those yeah. and in that in the tension of those opposites we're all everything in between mm-hmm. when we accept that and then we can we can look at this and, and, and so for me when people get they're so angry they're actually I, I, I Frothing at the mouth, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, but this is you. What are you? What are we afraid of when we look at this person? That is, it's the worst part of ourselves.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: And how can we, One of my things is, can our love be so big that we can swallow that hatred and fear whole? Right. Mm-hmm. And and fart rainbows. You know. <laughs> I mean, like, well, what would you do with that? I don't know. Digest it. I don't know. But can we do that?
0: Yeah. And it's something that we, we really need to come to grips with because um, we are all connected, mm-hmm. even if we can't see it. We are all connected, especially in these times when we're told stay six feet apart. Right. We're a little closer than that, but I think we're okay. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> um and and I remember when I was working for a Christian station back in 1980, and AIDS came out, mm. HIV AIDS came mm. out, and of course the religious community was just condemning every you know mm-hmm. everybody. You know, oh, this is a gay disease, mm-hmm. and it's God's judgment, and oh so forth. Goodness. And I'm like, oh, please. And now they're starting to uh, use the phrase about the coronavirus that they're referring to it. It's the Chinese virus. In other words, they are (laughs) blaming China. Okay, this is China's fault. Again, we're right back to victim. Yeah. Right back to victim. And and it's like, no, 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 no.
1: We're all in this together we are and It's all is... of us
0: or none quite honestly it really
1: is and 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 the, the internet technology has brought us to the um, to the awareness that this is a global this is a globe we're global there's no I mean and it's interesting because um, Joseph Campbell, the mythologist oh, yes. he um, he said back in the 80's and 90s I remember um, I, I, I worked at Pacifica Graduate Institute for a while not at that time, but mm-hmm. there were posters of him he'd already passed. But his big, um, or his, his, he, he said the next big myth, the next big story is about all, all of us together. The whole earth, the, the global community is the next really big story for our world. Yeah. How do we come together? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I've seen since I was a teenager as well is, All of these, and it may not happen in our lifetime, and I understand that, okay. (laughs) But I have seen for many years that eventually... All the resources we have put into fighting each other and the huge messes we've made with, with war, we're going to be using to clean up the planet. All yeah. of those military bases are going to become ecological clean, cleaning bases, yeah. you know, because yeah. we don't have the time anymore. Yeah. If, if, if And I mean, think about it. This virus started in China. It's Everywhere now, yeah. if this doesn't really show us that we are all in this together and that you can't do something on one side of the planet without having it affect the other side of the planet or something mm-hmm. can't appear mm-hmm. one place without eventually getting to the other side, well, y- you know yeah yeah and
0: I'm hoping that it does it does uh, sink in yeah to the young but especially to the old, yeah. especially because it's the older over 50 who are still holding on to those old paradigms Mm -hmm. that just don't serve us anymore. Yeah. And I am one of those who is, um, you know, almost 60. Mm -hmm. All right. So I suppose you might put me in that group. But I've been trying to shift the paradigm within myself, saying, no, there's another way. Uh, I, I am hearing more. What was it? Oh, I remember there was an incident where um, the president called for um, the assassination of a particular Iranian general. Mm. They killed him. Mm. And uh, then, of course, the Iranians, uh, they shot missiles towards our bases. And we were, of course, first told, uh, nope, no harm, no foul. They didn't hit anybody. And then, of course, a few days later, we found out we had a number of injured American soldiers. Mm -hmm. And then a few days later, an airplane was shot down Mm. by them Mm. because... They made a mistake, supposedly made a mistake. I put that on him. Now, I was challenged by that. uh, Someone said to me, well, are you telling me that every president who has ever done this? I said, yes, it's on them. And this has to stop. That was really my point. Mm -hmm. This has to stop. Yeah. Because the way in which we're going about solving these supposed problems, we've been doing the same thing. Over and over and over again. And I don't even want to quote Einstein again.
1: <laughs> the definition of insanity, uh, insanity. is what? <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and, and what's funny is this person who challenged me on, well, you mean to tell me that every president who uh, ever has done stuff like that is to blame? To which I said, yes. I And I then said, and this has to stop. At least I got out of this person, I agree with you. It yeah. has to stop. Yeah. But it's not. And so it's like the older generation, especially in politics and in government, Mm -hmm. until that ideology is pushed aside. And um, somebody told me about uh, institutions uh, in terms of uh, establishing new ones. Mm -hmm. Um, They said you do not want to destroy the old institution and build a new one. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. You want to build the new one that makes the old one obsolete. Right. So that you have the transition from the old to the new. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to do. And I think what's happening uh, around the world now Mm -hmm. with this virus, which they say, I find this interesting. They say that it'll be with us for a couple of years. Yeah. Not to mention Any of the other influenzas that cyclically go around the planet, I'm just sitting here thinking we can stop this if we would. It's like what you you, you've already said this like three or four times. If we would just stop, just slow down, stop moving, stop moving. Yeah, Uh, I've said this for 30 or maybe 40 years. When the flu starts, shut the airlines down. Don't let people fly. Those are, as they say, flying Petri dishes. Well, that's the stop stop moving for two weeks. And people say, oh, no, that'll be dangerous, terrible for the economy. Do you see what's
1: happening to the economy now? Well, that's the beauty of what just happened is they have they have they have followed it. Yeah, they have graphs and charts yeah. of everything and where it's going and how quickly it's gone and and all of these things. It's like there's there's irrefutable proof, yeah. right? And so. That's powerful. You can't, you know, so will it change? I mean, yes, the coronavirus is going to be with us now, right? And it will. And a lot of us will have become immune after having it or not, you Mm -hmm. know, and things will shift and they'll probably get a, you know, a vaccine.
0: What does this say about our spiritual health and well-being as a people, not necessarily as individuals, but as a planet?
1: As humanity. As humanity. Well, I mean, look at the... I think as humanity, we... It takes us a while to get it, right? Yeah. I mean, and it takes crisis for us to get it. Yeah. I believe, I believe in the human heart. I have seen for myself how people rise up in crisis and help each other and love each other and help their neighbor and do the things that they need to do yes now they're running on the grocery stores whatever mm. but that's out of their own fear and panic but once one you know a, a certain there are also people who are helping what's the, I saw a quote you know um, that's that was it was, a, it was a, a, a mr. Rogers quote on Facebook and uh. it said it said when I was little and I saw and I was scared or I was watching scary things my mother said to me look for the Helpful, look for the helpful people. There are always helpful people. Look for them in scary times, mm-hmm. and so I think that for for humanity, number one, you know, we're we're pretty much reactive. It was back in the. 90s when we were told that we crossed the line, we crossed the threshold, and that Earth, that that the global warming was going to happen, or it was the early mid 80s, late 80s, mm-hmm. and I remember then, you know, not taking bags and recycling, and I was ridiculed and made fun of, and you know, and now, and now we've come to the place where they predicted, you know, 50, 40 years ago, that mm-hmm. or thirty years ago, that this was going to happen, and now this is happening, and things are, you know, the the global changes are happening, and yet it's taken this time, this long for the momentum. It was wasn't until the crisis has started happening. So humanity, we, we kind of are still in a sort of reactive place. The proactive place, the proactive place takes takes self-examination, it takes authenticity, it takes breathing and connecting and recognizing what's going on first instead of reacting. So to be proactive versus reactive, we have to first acknowledge that we're even. That we, that we, you know, we have to see ourselves react mm-hmm. and realize there's a different way to go about things. Yeah.
0: It is very interesting to see what is happening uh, and, and watch the unfoldment. And, of yeah. course, we then start taking a look at what history teaches us mm-hmm. we, we start looking back i mean people are quoting uh, or they're they're looking back for example uh, w- was it shortly after world war one and the spanish flu and mm-hmm. then this flu and that flu and the other flu and so on and so forth and then there are those who are saying it's not a big deal mm-hmm. it's not a big deal you know it's uh, they're making more of it the media is going nuts and the governments mm-hmm. are going crazy mm-hmm. and they bought into the hype and it's not that big of a deal and and i'm sitting here thinking Well, not everybody thinks that it's uh, serious. You are one of them. Whereas if everybody thought it wasn't a big deal, then I'd be worried. But not everybody thinks that way. And I cannot believe that every government on the planet, every institution on the planet that is dealing with this and saying this is serious is wrong. Yeah, it is serious. It is serious because it's not enough to get it. Go through the a week, maybe uh, three four, five, six days of being sick, and then you're over it. It's the fact that the leftover outcome is this virus, if you get it bad enough and you survive, your lungs have been impacted. They have
1: mm.
0: been testing people who have recovered. Now, the plus is they are using the antibodies mm-hmm. from people who've recovered from it mm-hmm. to start creating a vaccine. Oh, good. But- it damages the lungs Mm -hmm. okay in the process of getting through it and over it yeah is that is that our lineage that we're going to pass on and who knows what that does to the dna and who knows what that's going to do to future generations
1: well yeah by being
0: exposed to this some might even say well maybe that's just the natural evolutionary process of man
1: I don't know. Who knows? They do. I I have heard that evo- that viruses are how the Earth evolves. It's part of the that is part of the evolutionary process. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, you know, also where we place our attention. Who yeah, I th- I think again uh, going back to that place where you were talking about about what Jesus said to his disciples and 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 that you know I, I don't know the exact quote, but right. you know we. You know you you can do what I can You
0: can do this but you'll do greater works. You'll do works greater works. Yeah.
1: And what are those greater works and how do we tap into that? Yeah. And that is tapping into love and he, you know he says you know we ta- he my father tap into God. That is yeah. we tap into our higher selves into God into creation and into loving each other. Those were the, the, the you know the things that 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 Jesus spoke about yeah. was really about love and the Buddha mm-hmm. and you know all of the great prophets are all saying the same thing they in are. a different language. Yeah. Um, there are as many paths to God and love as there are people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Each one. So
0: we need to find it. We really need to find that path for, for ourselves, which is yeah. part of 2020, the year of perfect vision, where we want yeah. people to go within, because that's where you'll
1: find it, isn't it? It's within. It, it, I think it's that balance between what's within and what's without. OK. I think it's in that sense of of um, what's happening outside in the world. What's happening, in, you know, inside of us and, and where do we want to be in the middle of it? You know, I I, I also I love this. Uh, what's coming to me now is the, 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 the Jungian perspective of the tension between the opposites, where mm. if, if you're in a disagreement with someone, if you love your own perspective and you honor it and you stand in it and you also love the other person's perspective and you honor them and stand in that and, 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 you know, and, and. And honor their standing in their position. That a, a magical third comes out in that in that tension. Mm-hmm. So when we get into opposition, if we can, you know, s- stay in that tension of discomfort, something else will usually emerge. So, yeah, it's uh, been my experience as well. So it's well, I received
0: an email from uh, my astrology friend Mm -hmm. david hawthorne people Mm -hmm. have heard of heard his program we have done some programs with him on this station Mm -hmm. and he sent out an email having to do with the fact that he is going to be traveling home to iowa Mm -hmm. uh, before they potentially shut down the country and that kind of thing and this was like uh, the 15th on the 15th he was telling me this. it was telling us this 15th of of uh march okay okay which is only as of as of our conversation only a few days ago uh anyway and so he goes on uh to talk about um he gives a little prediction and he says this um uh, that uh let's see here uh let's see he says here there is a difficult transit going on in the chart for the United States mm-hmm. until the end of March 2020 mm. that looks particularly now I love the word that he chose here particularly challenging okay (laughs) this coming week and this is the week you and i are conversing just so happens then he goes on the second and final sentence is fortunately it also appears that things will settle down and improve for the entire country after mid-april interesting okay so it's to me one of those things where you know what okay you know, we can make it to then. Yeah. We'll survive. Yeah. If we just do the right things. Yeah. If we, you know, and I'm, you know, without, uh, you know, beating a, a horse that's kicking you in the head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wash your hands. Wash your hands and yes. wash your hands. And you know what? That's good advice. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Um, uh, as well as do all of the other precautionary things. Uh, I, I just, I just feel as though. It is possible for us to learn from history without having to repeat it.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and again I, I love how what you said about it and the as you started this conversation was stay calm, everybody. Please. Breathe. Notice that the sun is shining or the or the, or you know or you've getting <laughs> some nice rain or snow on the hillside in March. And that the sun will set tonight and it will rise again tomorrow. You're certain right?
0: of that. You're certain of that.
1: I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I can't I can't I, you know, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure that things that the universe is still rolling. And when it's not, well, if it doesn't, then we don't have anything to worry about. You
0: You know, it's funny. I was 21 years of age. Uh, I was exhibiting the typical Irish signs of worry. Mm. And someone gave me this great poster poem. I still have it. Mm -hmm. And it starts out basically, um, uh, why worry? Uh, You're either going to stay healthy or you're going to get sick. If you stay healthy, you have nothing to worry about. If you get sick... Uh, you're either going to get better or you're going to get worse. And if you get better, you have nothing to worry about. But if you get worse, you only have two things to worry about. You're either going to live or you're going to die. If you live, you have nothing to worry about. If you die, you're going to be too, uh, you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. If you go to heaven, you have nothing to worry about. If you go to hell, you're going to be too damn busy shaking hands with friends to worry. (laughs) And I still have that. And it's a great line. It's a great poem because... Because that's, great. that's what it comes down to is yeah. is that um, regret, to me, worry is almost along the same lines as regret. You cannot remove from your life those things you don't like. Yeah. Because if you did, your life would unravel and you wouldn't be the person you are today. Yeah. And the beautiful thing for me is I like the person I am today. Yay. Are there things that I I could look back on and say, gee, I wish I hadn't done that?
1: Yeah.
0: Probably. But I wouldn't go back and change them because I wouldn't be the person that I like today.
1: Right.
0: You talked about you talked about the two parts of us, the light and the dark side. Mm-hmm. You used two other terms, and I can't remember what oh, they the were. The shadow. The shadow, the, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reality is neither of those is good or bad. They are just part of who we are. I have yeah. a left arm. I have a right arm. Right. I have a left leg. I have a right leg. Right. Okay. neither of those two are good or bad. They're part of the whole. Right. And without those parts, we aren't who we are. Correct. And so that to me is where, as we've talked about uh, shared things and saying, hey, there's no judgment here. Yeah. We need to pull back the judgment on our dark side as well as our light side.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing I wanted to, to say about the regret, I, 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 I have recently, my mantra has been, um, uh, well, there's two things the, no, no, no amount of regret will change the past. No amount of worry will change the future. And any amount of gratitude changes everything <laughs> mm, <laughs> in, in the yes. present moment around once we get grateful for something. And even forgiveness and forgiveness. Oh, and Let's forget- talk about that. Well forgiveness is for us it's not for the person we're angry at because when we're angry and we're ho- what is that what do they say it's uh, resentment is about tr- you know drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die something about that where like mm-hmm. that those negative the negative thoughts and the holding on to the anger and the frustration and why when why it, I actually think it's scary when people are so upset at what they're seeing in the world. It's their own bodies that are creating chemicals that are stressing them out and, and are going to make them ill, not the people that they're yelling about or uh, incredibly upset about. So it's it's, you know, that 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 forgiveness and it's about forgiving others and forgiving ourselves because again we go back into the perspective of you know, what are they reflecting for us that we're so angry about, that we're so hurt by? That's, that's us. Mm, that mm-hmm. There's a, um, a beautiful uh, prayer from Hawaii called Ho'oponopono, which is, consists, consists of four sentences. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. Oh, and yes. the premise is that we say that to people who we are angry at. Mm-hmm. Why would we do that? and and i think part of it is when you look when when we look are able to look at things from a higher perspective that say say this time you know so This time it happened this way where I'll use my own example. Um, When I was a child, my father left. So he basically abandoned my sister and I when um, my parents were divorced when I was very young, about six months. But my father left the picture completely from my life when I was 10 and he went into the dark night of his soul. Mm. And I felt that is unforgivable. And for most of my young life, I was like, I will never forgive him, you know, (laughs) Uh, until I went to this amazing healer who said to me, And it was interesting because I do believe in reincarnation. I do believe in being a spiritual being, having a human experience, and I've had more than one, you know. And she said to me, what if last time you were the father and you left the daughter and he's giving you this gift this time by letting you feel what that feels like? And I just went, oh, whoa. And for me, I said, okay, not on my watch ever again. Will any human being or that person feel what I feel when I feel have felt abandoned, right? I will love that person. And then Ho'oponopono came to me and I was so profoundly affected by apologizing from a broader level, from a spirit level. There's another
0: element to that too. Uh, I think Ho'oponopono would help people. Now, as I say this, I am... Saying that individuals certainly on the surface have every right to feel the way they do. Mm-hmm. But it's like I have a problem with people walking around with a chip on their shoulder
1: mm-hmm.
0: over things that were done not necessarily to them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but to their ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to pull out any specific group. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll call them the the marginalized, Mm -hmm. okay, over the centuries. I'm not saying they aren't justified in being angry, in having that chip on their shoulder. Mm -hmm. But how is that helping? How in the world is that helping them to move forward to – because to me, you're carrying a rock that is preventing you from living out your life's purpose.
1: So, lay in the, one sense, it's about laying the rock down. There's another a beautiful. Um, um, uh. Oh my gosh! There's a an incredible uh, a young singer. His name is Trevor Hall, and he has this song that came from another from a Hawaiian um, another, another Hawaiian uh, philosophy or, or perspective. It's about that we all carry we all have a bowl of light, and it's like don't don't you carry stones in your bowl of light? And it's like because you can get these stones, and you need to dump them over. And I think that what's happening with in that in that in that circumstance is that. The DNA, the ancestral DNA, the genetic DNA, I think we are all moving, each one of us on the alive on the planet right now has, I believe, come in to move forward with our ancestral DNA to help our to help move forward the human race, to help move forward, you know, the the evolution of humankind. And we have a lot of ancestral trauma Mm -hmm. and it's our job to take that ancestral trauma where it is right now and to heal it to transform it so if we care and and part of it is feeling the anger and the rage at things that have happened i mean think about the me too movement right i mean there's there are things that have happened that have been so horrible so when 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 we are um you know, looking at this, it's, it's acknowledging it. You know, Kali, the the goddess Kali, she's the goddess of anger, and there has to be this rah, this cleansing anger that comes out in order to then get back to the calmness. Um, so, I, I I know people too. I, I've I've been closely you know involved with people who have that that. Um, you know, ancestral pain and rage and who are working on it. And I think it's about becoming conscious, again, breathing, again, allowing ourselves to look. Are we reacting or are we proacting? And how do we want to be? And, and one of the other things I wanted to say, too, was that I've heard recently, and I, and I kind of like it, is that our unconscious is running 97% of the show. That we think with our conscious mind that we're running the show, but really, you know, they say how there's only 3% of our brain working or 7% yeah. or whatever. That's the amount of consciousness we have. The unconscious is actually running everything. So we think we're making these choices when actually our subconscious, or our unconscious are making them. Yeah. Like we wonder, why did I do that? Hmm. You know, <laughs> which ancestor did that last time? Or, you know, who, who's, who's running this show? Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, it's something that we need to take a look at. There's no question. Um, and again, uh, I, I don't want to minimize it, but I don't know that there hasn't been uh, every single nationality on the planet that doesn't have a right to have a chip on their shoulder.
1: Right. We all do. We all do. We yeah. all do. So lay them down, people. Because
0: we're, we're all in the same boat here. Yeah. And these rocks are going to sink the boat.
1: And what if, if we don't let them go? And that's the whole thing. What if we were this last time for that? Yeah. You know? I mean, in in the sense of having the opportunity to be on the other side of this kind of, you know, energy or 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 or, or victimization or perpetration, you know? And and, and that this is a higher perspective. i you know, it's it's it, I I don't mean to say that there are never any victims. There is a certain, there are things that happen that are horrible things that should not happen. And but how do we manage those how do we what was there was that woman um uh there was a uh a documentary about one of the uh, a woman who made it through the the rwandan genocide yes standing in that bathroom and the only thing that saved her was to forgive that was it everybody was dying and and the only thing and, and so it was like how she transformed something so you know, yes, feel your feelings and be angry and m- allow yourself to move through it because the only way out of it is all the way through it, yeah. but get through it get you know it.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> choose to put the to to empty to to put this the chip down, choose yeah. to say or to say even to say, "Help me, spirit God, or whatever it is we believe is holy yeah. and sacred, help me put this down yeah. and and you will be helped we will mm-hmm. if regardless of whether you believe this is a benevolent universe or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're I getting, believe it for you. <laughs> if you're getting hit by
0: asteroids and blown up by supernovas <laughs> and new stars and everything, yeah, it could be a pretty malefic uh, universe for you. Yes. Uh, but I don't think that's happening. And, you know, it really, it really does change one's attitude when we change our perspective to accept that, the universe is here to help. Now, when yeah. we say the universe, we're not speaking astronomically. We're speaking spiritually. Yeah. And there are, whether you are, and I was born and raised Catholic, whether you believe mm-hmm. in guardian angels and other angels and other beings that are out there uh, that are here to help us or whatever other philosophy that incorporates that that kind of energy that's out there, you know— uh, Those those are myths in one sense, but at the same time, they're myths. It's kind of like when I was working for the Christian station, I got criticized for being Catholic because of all the statues Mm -hmm. and so forth. And I said, we don't worship the statues. The statues are there to remind us Mm -hmm. of all of the saints who have gone before who are there to help us. And this person, of course, also believed in what they call intercessory prayer. Well, do you ever pray to any of your living friends to intercede for you uh, in prayer? Yeah. Do you ever do that with any of your friends who have passed on? Well, yeah. Well, then the Catholics doing the same thing with Mary. They're just asking her to intercede. Yeah. It's the same difference. It really is. So the universe, we can and we can even be conscious about it. We can say, universe, help. I really need some answers, you know, Uh, and and. Just go about it from that perspective.
1: Yeah, and I remember in my 20s, I also read M. Scott Peck's The Road Less Traveled. Mm. And he spoke, he was the first time where I really heard it, and I believe it's a Buddhist principle, that as soon as you accept that life is not easy, that life is difficult, it actually becomes easier. As soon as we acknowledge that there is pain that is a part of life and we have to make it through that pain, then, you know... it gets easier and i think too for me you know living in america we get living in okay living in santa barbara in california yeah. um in a in a in 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 this you know modern economy having a college education you know being very i would have to say i don't know if the word's entitled or privileged i feel privileged you know yeah. um and but we have everything very quickly fixed and, and back on the road and, and instantaneous gratification. Yeah. When I lived in Africa for seven months, I didn't know if I'd have internet. I didn't know if I'd have my phone use. I didn't know if I'd have water. Yeah. I wasn't sure, you know, what was going to be happening or if there were going to be these lightning storms where I needed to stay inside because yeah. I was going to – there was a lot of lightning hitting. So, you know, it's different to go and live in a different place yeah. where everything doesn't come so instantaneously yeah. and we aren't – And and think of the, you know, the – the the generations that have lived w- with this instantaneous, grat- instant gratification, they expect everything to come easily. Yeah. And so when life shifts it and it doesn't, it can be so traumatic.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I even started thinking about that aspect of it with what's happening in this country yeah. specifically, but globally. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking, okay, what if I need this? Mm-hmm. Okay, I can get it over here. Yeah. What if I need that? Well, I can get it over here. Mm-hmm. What if I need this? Well, do I really need that? Or is yeah. there an alternative for that? Yeah. Um. You know, and, and, and you know, not to get overly graphic here, but you know the run on toilet paper, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you have three fixtures in your bathroom usually. <laughs> all right? The toilet, <laughs> the sink, and the shower. Yeah. So, if you didn't have paper to wipe your bum, you could go into the shower and clean off if you... Yeah. I'm I'm just saying that there are other ways of doing things. I've always believed that there is always a workaround. Yeah. And that's what we try to present to people. There's always a workaround. There are choices. And sometimes you don't even know those choices exist until... Yes. Until... Yes. You are presented them, Mm -hmm. which to me is why education is so critical. And a matter of fact, we watched this one movie uh, whose name I wish I could remember it, but um, it was about a a black family, a mother and, and son. The father had decided to run off and the son was in a public school and it was not a good scene. And so the mother says, I want you to get an education. So I'm going to work two jobs so that you can go to this public, to this private school, Mm -hmm. which is going to cost $7,000 a semester. Mm. And uh, basically she went through the process of trying to get something happening. And this was in Washington, D.C., where they don't have their own government. They have to go through the 435 seats in the House and the 100 seats in the Senate. Unlike here in Santa Barbara, you go to the city council, what are mm-hmm. there, eight, ten people? Yeah, wow. Okay. And she fought and fought and fought and fought and throughout the entire movie, and I think this was based on a true story, and finally got a bill passed by both houses mm-hmm. that gave scholarships out to underprivileged children so they could get the, this education that would get them out of poverty. Yeah. But she continued to fight and fight and fight and fight, and she went up against the machine, mm-hmm. the political machine in yeah. in Washington D.C., uh, and and so forth. And she won. Mm-hmm. She won, and she did it the right way, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, and 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 there were certain instances where she was approaching something, and they said, "Well, those aren't the rules." Mm-hmm. Well this is my first time here and if i had known that those were the rules i would have registered before i showed up but i'm here now and i'm going to say my piece and and i mean it would just this is what we're trying to do is tell people that there's more than one way or two ways or three ways or seven ways there's plan a b c d e f g
1: and it's in asking the question. I, that was one of the things I learned in college was that when someone told me no, I would say, well, why not? Yeah. And how can I? Is yeah. there any way I can? Yeah. What else is possible? What can I do? And, and people, if I had just turned around at the no, that would have been the end of it. Yeah. But now it... Um, you know now, but I learned that the more questions I asked, and the more oh, oh oh you mean there's a form for that? Can I have the form, please? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's powerful.
0: You just never know. Yeah. Uh, Christine Marie is my guest, uh, a Lumen anchor, uh, agent of transformation. She is using decades of experience and training in human development, education into and intuitive healing arts. Assisted by stories, myths, and archetypes inspired by tarot. So let's release the fear, reframe the situation, and uh, reignite our beautiful hearts uh, to remember the love we are here to be. You can give her a call at 805-350-2705, 805-350-2705. You can make an appointment, get in touch with her. Um, She also works uh, on the internet as well, Skype and Zoom and all those other wonderful things. I want to thank you.
1: Thank you. And I do have a website that's in process. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be IamSpiritWalking.com. So that is in process and should be up and running eventually. As soon as (laughs) as it is, you let us know. We'll link to it and send people
0: there. Uh, It's very important that folks do that. Again, we really do appreciate the time that you've given us here on the program. And as we wrap things up here on the program, first of all, I want to remind our listeners about the podcasts at SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, Player FM, Blueberry, as well as radio richard uh, RichardDugan.com, the homepage, as well as the radio show's page. And if you'd like to support the work we're doing financially, Thank you so much for doing so via PayPal and Patreon. Those are secure sites, in my opinion, uh, that'll keep you safe and keep us safe as well. So uh, thank you for your support. We'll take energetic support also. Three final questions for you before we wrap up the program. And sure. again, my thanks to you for sharing with us. And Thank um, you, Richard. The uh, the first question is, who is Christine Marie Hauf? Christine Marie
1: Hauf. That's uh, That's me. <laughs> 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 okay, number 2. No, go ahead. Who who is Christine Marie Hoff? Mm-hmm. Um I uh, she's unfolding. I'm unfolding. We you know, um I'm, I'm learning more and more about who I am every day. What I do know is that I am, um, you know, an anchor of light and love on the planet. That is what I, what I am. That's what I be. And so um, no matter what else it is that I do, it's my intention to raise the vibration and to love, you know, into a different level of love mm-hmm. um, wherever I am. So, um, yeah, I'm a catalyst for love. That's what I am. Okay. That's who I am.
0: What is it that you hope to or want to achieve
1: through the work that you're doing now? Raising the vibration of the planet. <laughs> helping, helping us get through these incredibly powerful, transformational times mm-hmm. with grace and love and light and with more, you know, helping us come together and remember that we are all in this together and to love each other more. That's what I would like.
0: And finally, what is your
1: life's purpose? I'm here to love and to be loved and to change the very definition of love for myself, for humanity, for the planet, and for all of creation.
0: Well, Christine Marie, I want to thank you for uh, joining us again here on the program. It's it's really been a pleasure, and we look forward to having you back again. And maybe the next time what we might do is we'll toss out some of those cards and see what comes up uh, at that particular point in time. Because I know everything is in flux. Oh, I would love that. And we could say, here's the question today. Boom, 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 boom. Wonderful. Ask the same question in a month. Pull out same five, qu- uh, same uh, card, boom, 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 and they would be different cards.
1: Yeah, and the the beauty of the tarot, I find, is that um, there's the question we ask, and there's the uh, you know the question that's answered. They're not always the same, but the information is always appropriate for right. whatever's going on in the moment. That's it's really funny. powerful.
0: Well, Christine Marie has been my guest here on the program. I want to thank you for listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next bar, blah, 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 broadcast and podcast, love to la.